Hello, this is The Parent Panel, a show that invites one mum and one dad to discuss a series of topics from news that might be around the world to everyday parenting challenges. Our mum today is a children's book illustrator who loves to don a bit of fluoro lycra in her spare time. And our dad is a technology expert who spends most of his days climbing walls. Well, sometimes you catch yourself just being bossed around. You're going, wait, wait a second. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, I'm an adult. <laughs> Neve one day took her nappy off and just rubbed it on the wall. Oh, wow. I think you're still in the trenches with your kids. I like the expression trenches. I sometimes call it the vortex. <laughs> the Parent Panel with Siobhan Hunt. Beck Finer is our mum. She's a graphic designer and co-creator of If I Was Prime Minister. She has a six-year-old son and a three-year-old daughter and in her spare time gets down to 80s aerobics. I get down to it in more than just my spare time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where that was going now. So. Yeah, I was like, let's just share this, please, eh? yeah, we're, <laughs> we're off to a great start. <laughs> and Mark Serrells is the editorial director of CNET. He has two, son, age, two sons aged three and six, and in his spare time you can find him rock climbing. Hi, Mark. Yeah, hello. I thought I should explain what fluorolycra and climbing walls meant, because otherwise they might just be... You're some crazy 80s lady. Together with Spider-Man. Yeah, that would be sick. A very 80s Spider-Man. It's very cool. As it should be. (laughs) All right. Our topics today are things our kids love that we hate, living separately but staying married, and baby bows and other crimes against small humans. (laughs) That's my take on it. But we'll get there. Our first story today, though, is Brazilians partying hard at their C-sections. Isn't we supposed to be having a fiesta? I demand to have some booze. Like, woohoo, let's have a party. In the elite circles of Brazil, caesareans are seen as a status symbol. The average rate of caesareans in Brazilian hospitals is 55.5%, with some private hospitals having a rate as high as 84%. And to put that into context, in Australia, the rate's around 30%, and the World, the World Health Organization recommends a rate between 10 to 15%. So now entrepreneurs in Brazil have seen an opening. Companies have sprung up to cater for C-sections with packages including hair and makeup for mum, catering for the guests that come to the hospital to witness the C-section, and sterilised balloons and decorations. Some of the hospitals even have like a viewing window that is opaque until the moment of the pulling out the baby and then it goes to see through so everyone can take photos on their iPhones. (laughs) I I could just, I want someone to write a book about this. It's fascinating. (sighs) Beck, you like to party. Mm. (laughs) Why not have a party at your C-section? I mean, look, I had, I know it's a very uh, sensitive issue, cesarean versus natural birth. I had a natural birth. And while I like, you know, the recovery obviously is a lot easy. I looked so bad. <laughs> I had all I remember, it was for the first, all I remember is I had an epidural and I, I just remember I had a giant pimple on my forehead, like I could feel it coming out and I couldn't move because I was like, you know, couldn't move Paralyzed. my legs, but I, all I wanted to go to the window, like a mirror and just squeeze it, right? 
And then also the back of my hair was like, you know, because you're thrashing around like a wild animal. Like it, got, it was so like messy and knotty. And then, okay, so then the baby comes out and my husband, like this is a message to all partners, don't come down like and get the double chin of your wife while taking a photograph of her after she's given birth. So all the shots <laughs> of me are so bad. And I know I'm just going to go straight there. My vagina is always in like the just the background. Like he never cut. <laughs> like he never Crop. got cropped. So I couldn't ever share these photos yeah. because so I would have loved. I am so pro. Like having a bit of hair and makeup, just someone coming in and just giving that would you have felt good. And huh? maybe a professional photographer that wouldn't look make me look like question. What is it with husbands? I remember my <laughs> husband sent a photo of me to his. It must have been because my baby was. I was holding her. Um, with just my boob there uh, yeah, to my just... mother-in-law. And I love my mother-in-law, but she just doesn't need yet. to see my boob. Yeah. I mean, the only other side is, you know, you're very hormonal, so I don't know if a party would be the right thing. But, I mean, yeah, I am just, it's all like photography. Maybe a retoucher. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a... It sounds like a really bad Black Mirror episode. Like, <laughs> everyone, I, I just I just can't really picture it. It seems like satire. Yeah, it's, it does. It's a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent. It's true. so good. That's why you need. They to had make case it. studies in this yeah. article. I really, I really struggle with it because it's like, I feel like I I don't really want to comment on this because like. I'm not squeezing anything out of my <laughs> vagina, and I'm not having my stomach sawed open. Yeah. So it's like, sure, if you want to do that, I just. But speaking from, oh my god, and and the photograph of the of the naked thing, I don't get it. I've seen guys like minutes after it's on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. I know. Public and not even like friends well, only. What are they doing? I know, and thinking? I know it's so beautiful and natural. And but the baby also, when you put the baby on and it's not clean, <laughs> you're oh, like. Man. Oh. Like you're eating your lunch and it pops up on Facebook. You're like, oh, like you know, a bit dry. Because they don't look like the ads great. show. No, no. no. And you know, but the, you know what? The catering would be good. Like I would just like, yes. oh my God, all I wanted was like McDonald's after giving birth. Like, you know, how they're like sushi. Do you want sushi? Because you haven't had it. I was like, no, I want like a burger and some fries and a Coke. I went to a public hospital, so they gave us a cheese toasty, but that was like divine. Oh. It was the best thing ever. Yeah. Oh, and I always remember my husband, like, because it goes on for a long time, eating a cup of noodle soup over me while I'm, like, in birth. Like, the smell of, <laughs> of like, you yeah. know, like an, like an, the oriental flavour packet. sweet. I didn't like, let my husband eat. eat like, well. he's eating and he's like, yo, I can. I was like, oh, God. I was like, just, you know, just get away from me. So maybe some good catering would be. Yeah, good catering. Yeah. Just the idea of sending out the invitations because they can plan it with a C-section. <gasps> they yeah. can say, okay, yeah. this is a date. This is a time. Yeah. Come on, but up. it's also kind of like I don't think it would be that exciting because it is so planned, you know. Like, what? Where would be? Well, the... it's not exciting for you because you're the one going into the operation. Well, I mean, maybe you're excited because you're having a baby. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, uh, maybe. But for everybody else, yeah. they they would just be like the in-laws. Imagine yeah. your in-laws yeah. being there as you gave birth. I know. Oh, anyway. There's there's something to look into later yeah. on. Yeah. All right, next the things the things our kids love that we hate. Nobody wants to go to the zoo except mom. Come on, it's fun. And I know that I am not going to regret this. My husband and I have a rule that on the few nights where we eat dinner in front of TV, no YouTube is allowed. My kids are obsessed, and the adults in the house cannot stand the shows they love. I can't even go into it. You have to see these shows to oh, believe them. I know, them. I know. 
I'm just going to breathe. Um, and they will also, if we go and they get to choose a toy at any time, they will choose the ugliest yeah. toy, the ugliest plastic toy in the shop. They love the park. I, I let that stand <laughs> as it is. Uh, so there are plenty of things that my kids love that I hate. Mark, what do your kids love that you uh, hate? Well, I want to start this by like yesterday. So I haven't been with my kids for two weeks, right? Because I've been away on a work trip. And I picked my kid up from daycare for the first time ever. And my youngest son came waddle, like waddling out of like daycare carrying this. like What looked to me like a girl's toy. Now, this is a weird situation, right? I try so hard to not gender toys or things, blah, blah, blah. But this did not look like the toy belonged to him. It looked like he'd <laughs> stolen it. And he is capable of, of, of thieving toys from other people. So he walks out with this gigantic pink unicorn. And I'm like, is this your toy? Are you sure this is? This is my toy. This is my toy. He's like, full on. And the daycare centre woman was there as well. And it had his name on it. So I looked terrible for two reasons <laughs> first of all I looked like an old horrific sexist dad that didn't want his son to have like a pink unicorn which I please have the pink unicorn and secondly I looked like I was trying to like wrestle this thing off my kid it was horrific <laughs> so yeah the, the toy thing is a bit weird but the thing I hate most that my kids love is camping oh yeah. but hold on a minute wouldn't you have been the one to take them camping. Yeah, yeah well, that's the thing. That's talking about blooming gender roles, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm the, I'm expected to, to go camping and set up a tent when it's raining and not... Like, I just hate tents. Yeah. Civilization has evolved. Oh, we have houses now. <laughs> we can build stuff that has bricks and wood. Like, yeah. why are we, we can still... go to a hotel. Why, why do you want to go to a public toilet too? Yeah, like, and share it with strangers. And it's you know, not even like, like cool camping. It's no, not even like, oh, no. we're camping out in the wilderness, we're surviving, no. we're fighting against the odds. It's like... Mm. We're going to this place yeah. where we're like parked directly next to another family, and we have to shower together. And, just, well, look, and they yeah. have to see you putting up no. the tent. Oh my god! Like I said I'm Jewish, and we wandered. The, I always tell people we wandered the desert for you know 40 years. What was it? And I was like, we're done. We are not. <laughs> That's camping. enough. Yeah, I like, I've done my tent. Like, Forty years. Jewish people, we don't. Forty thousand. <laughs> Whatever, whatever. So that's even longer. <laughs> Somebody Google it. <laughs> bad you. Beck, Beck um, the bad you. Oh, I've got your... two things. Mm. Um, my daughter's fashion sense. The way she's going is like she'll probably be like like Kylie Kardashian or something. Like just <laughs> the most horrendous Hold on, outfit. She's three, right? Yeah. Okay. No, it's not a sexy look. It's just a bad like anything bad taste. Highly flammable, mm-hmm. like wrong color. It has to be an all-in-one tutu. It's just like, I just think that. Yeah, and girls' clothes can be. I have all these beautiful ugly. clothes for her. Like it's not like I don't want to, you know, give her heaps of clothes. I actually don't buy that many clothes, but it's just like I've got a few key pieces <laughs> um, that I thought she'd look great in, and she won't wear them. She will only wear it like a frozen freaking like artificial thing with wings attached to it. It kills me. And it's actually getting holes. It, like, I actually look like a bad parent because it's disintegrating. But she won't let you throw it out, will no, she? No, like she won't. Like it's no. to the bitter end. And um, my second thing is I hate indoor kids. Um, oh, my God. Play centers? <laughs> yeah. Like I actually think there should be like a suicide hotline set up for parents. <laughs> 
because like you go there and you want to like you question your life you question why you had kids and then also you see other parents enjoying themselves there and then you're like how are you are they actually climbing through the you know like <laughs> I, like, I want to say to them are you having a bad time and they're like no and I'm like I love it I know I'm having this really bad coffee oh you know the... I know <laughs> yeah. and what about the, and then my, oh no or my kid yeah, gets there and just stands in front of the bad ice cream like until I give my kid an ice cream at nine o'clock in the morning you know, like, <laughs> and give in. And then I question my parenthood. It's like a downward spiral. And if you ever go into, have you ever been in with your kid into yeah. the, there's that, like the disgusting. Yeah. And then I once found like a wet puddle. I was like, what is that wet puddle? <gasps> oh, no. Like it's just, yeah. Anyway. Didn't, don't my... you get, don't you get trapped if you go in there? Cause they're oh. made for children. not adults. <laughs> yeah, You always see those adventurous dads. Sorry, dad. But like, <laughs> they are always like, let's go with the kid. And mom's like, you, you set these standards that you are never going to go. And then the dad just breaks that yeah. rule. Well, and, I, I think I'd almost enjoy it more. It's being trapped in, cause then inevitably they're in like a warehouse yeah. style. Yeah. So it's, Always really noisy, stuffy. There's yeah. no it's light, all, natural it's all light. artificial light. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I would almost prefer to be distracted by cl- clawing my way through a maze oh, than God. standing outside going, "Well, I don't even know where my kid is now." <laughs> oh no, that's a good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where can they go? They just stay, get get lost in that maze up there. Come rem- back to me, tired. It reminds me of being when you go to a club by yourself and you're waiting to try and find your friends so you just have to be like oh, yeah, I know I'm just going to stand here and look at my phone <laughs> yeah. oh, I've got to text everyone totally. look yeah, well mine was having weird. and then um, Esme was having a tantrum at the base of the slide so then like you know they fly down oh, at like those <laughs> I was just standing there just just what yeah, can you do? Wanting to literally Be call dead. the hotline. Yeah, call that hotline. <laughs> Anyone just put that hot like just a therapy session or something for parents at the end. Just a I think that's a good idea. Or a decent coffee place. Oh, I, know. I know. Alcohol, what am I thinking? Have a beer, it'd be much easier. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, Gwyneth Paltrow has had some kooky ideas in her time, but are her thoughts on what makes marital bliss on the money? We're chatting about that in just a minute. How come me and mom don't sleep in the same bed anymore? I'm moving out because I'm moving out. The taste of freedom. The creator of Goop has found the secret to a happy marriage second time round. Gwyneth Paltrow recently shared that her new hub, hubby, um, I think it's Brad Falchuk, is that how you say it? Anyway, new husband, mm. lives in another house. They came. They come together for around four nights a week mm. and it was a move recommended by Gwyneth's intimacy teacher because we've all got one of those. Beck, would living separately help your relationship? I think it's actually a really good idea <laughs> because I I always thought, um, heard Frida and Diego Riviera, you know, the, yes. they had two houses and then a bridge. Oh, man. I think it would be two houses, a bridge, and then, so like when you wanted to watch TV with your husband, he could come over to your side and then yes. you could like send him back. But then I was thinking the kids could also be on his side, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then you just like have a door and you'd yeah. open it. Yeah. Because I also think it's really weird that you meet someone at a bar and, you know, like I love my husband and we get on and we actually have a really good marriage, but that you meet someone and then you have to share a bed with them for the rest of your life. Like it is actually quite Bizarro. Weird, yeah. That's why I, I always look at, you know, grandparents that have those two separate beds. Like, and I was like, well, we'll get there one day. 
<laughs> but I think, Life what's the point of having separate beds unless they're in separate rooms? Yeah. Oh, that's true because that's the my snoring. dream. That's the dream. <laughs> yeah. That's the dream. My, my, I, I hope my, I don't think my wife listens to this. But she does. <laughs> my marriage won't be good. Right now it's okay. But, um, my wife is a massive snorer. Massive. Oh yeah, that's a huge issue. Yeah. Isn't so it? like, um, normally it's the guy that snores. It's the <laughs> oh, the guy's that's, a big snorer. That's my husband. Yeah. And the thing is, so I know it's going to get worse because. I've gone camping, let's tie this in with one central theme, with my mother-in-law, and she is insane. Oh, my gosh. She takes it to the whole next level. Well, you should have met the mother-in-law on. before you I should have met, known. You know, like, it was too late. Are split. you trying to say he should have slept with his mother-in-law before he <laughs> married his wife? <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, my wife's snoring right now is pretty grim. It's pretty loud. But I know... 10 years' time, it's going to be, like, insanely yeah. unbearable. So if, if I don't fall asleep before my wife, I don't sleep. Yeah. I'm like, with you. it's full on. So the, the separate bed thing is awesome. Mark, speaking as someone who's been there, <clears throat> I did – well, my excuse was my son, when he moved to a big bed, it was that he moved into a double bed because we have two, a bunk. So there's uh-huh. a single on the top, double on the bottom. So when he moved into that, it was very small, and I was like, you, could, you sleep with him – Really, it was just get out of the bed. You're snoring, <laughs> yeah. killing me. Yeah. Same thing. I go to bed yeah. before him, but I'm quite a light sleeper, so mm. that loud snoring will wake me what up. What about noise cancel? I like no. it. That we're going to go to solution. What about an operation? <laughs> yeah, well, for him, yes. But everyone says, why don't you get head, you know, earplugs? I'm like, but I'm oh, the yeah. one that wakes up when I'm the victim. Kids. I'm the victim. Yeah, I know why. Victim blaming. I know. It's so, and the worst thing is that if you are a snorer, you don't know your impact. Yeah, no. <laughs> you're asleep. I've, I've honestly, on multiple occasions, gotten my mobile phone out and recorded. My oh yeah, I like that. That's to be like the next morning. See, yeah. when he's Super. yeah, it's not it's not fair. But I I have um, written about the fact my husband and I sleep in separate beds, and he sleeps with my son, and I I kind of feel bad on two levels like one um i feel bad because i've kicked him out of my bed and two i feel bad because i make my children sleep, <laughs> oh, yeah, sleep with the snorer yeah. what about my husband got sick so i sent him to my kids room <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> and everyone was like but he's gonna get the kids i was like when the mother gets sick the Everything whole house falls, falls down. yeah <laughs> i was like screw the kids <laughs> and the funny thing about him well the funny thing what happened from him sleeping in there means that i have kind of I call our bedroom my bedroom now oh. because without another person in the bedroom, it's tidier. Oh. I got to choose the quilt on the bed, <laughs> the colourful quilt oh, that God. he would I'm, never I'm have chosen. I'm imagining like this, this really like pink girly room oh, like, with loads of me. pillows. <laughs> no, it's not. But it is more my style than it would be his yeah. because it's my room yeah. now. But I think it's mm. very common. I think I know at least two other people, my friends, that sleep in separate rooms. Like I don't think it's a – I think it's scratch beneath the surface. If, you, if your mm. wife's not listening – yeah, but I, I mean, recommend if you, you could try just work it. out, yeah, you know, could. I love it in Sydney. We're like, just get two houses with a bridge. Like, financially, <laughs> yeah. that's not really going to work, is it? Like, what are you going to If you're say? Gwyneth Paltrow, it does, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They probably have, like, a slide between their houses or something crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it basically the kids live with the dad and then you could just you just have an opening and you can mm. access them at any time you know <laughs> or never <laughs> that's what you're really yeah. saying Beck, isn't it yeah <laughs> all right our final topic in just a moment baby bows on a bald head yay or nay she's just so cute oh it's so embarrassing really it was so fashion forward it was a fashion statement or something. Fashion statement. 
controversial topic that I know has divided the babyology office. Should bald baby girls be wearing headbands? What are the crimes against babies, just in case you didn't know my take on it, in the name of so-called fashion do you condemn, Mark? The microphone is yours. Oh, things that baby things I hate. I, I do hate the bow thing. It's just like, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's kind of like, it reminds me of women and men who dress up their dogs. Yeah. That, that's what it reminds me <laughs> yeah. of. Like, it, I don't know. What is this baby to you? Is it just a lump of flesh to decorate? They've also or? got no hair. I know. Yeah, Mac. I don't know about you, but did you, were your kids hairy babies? No. I had, I had one hairy baby no. and one... I'm a very bald. ...baldy baby. When you say hairy, do you like, mean the head hair or well, just mine everywhere? Had, no, yeah, no, like a werewolf. But mine fell off. The back hair comes. <laughs> yeah, so my, my youngest kid, I, I started to worry that he was never going to have hair. No. It's just bald. And I wonder... Maybe it's harder if it's like a girl, but for a guy... But why do you care whether people know if your baby's a girl or a boy? That's what I was questioning Yeah. when I was thinking about this. Mm. Is it to make things easier for other people? But why? You know when people go, you get the gender wrong? Who cares? It's a baby. Mm. I'm not getting off feminist or anything, but I I wonder what really... Okay, well... You should dress your child in gender neutral. No, I don't care. Like I liked when I had a girl. I liked dressing her in girly clothes. Like it was nice. It was. A, I, I had a boy first, and I I really welcomed it. But I'm not offended, and I didn't want to like scream to the world. I've had a girl. I don't think it's that important. It also looks like it gives this baby comes out of your stomach, and like you give it a massive headache by putting like this <laughs> awful bow. On. Like, do you think the baby yeah. wants to have a bow on its head? And I don't so, even know. It's not for me. It's not even the gender thing. I just think. It looks strange. Do you wear a bow? No. I've never seen an adult woman wear a bow. Oh, actually, on her I do. Head. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I do wear bows. Oh, okay. All right. All right. But I choose to wear a bow. My mum does not make me wear a bow. I've actually seen a baby get a bit of a red mark from wearing a bow on her head. Like, I, I have to say, though, as soon as Darcy had, like, you know, a centimetre of hair, I put a clip in it. Yeah. Like on the top of her head. I know. They're cool. 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 Because when Darcy was a baby... Ah, uh, the sunglass thing. We I would know walk it's up and down be. Bondi Beach. Is it meant to be? Like, it, I think it does help, but my kids never wore sunglasses. They I know, it's when they like, can't take them off that you put them damage. on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about when Darcy was in, like, a sling and we would, you know, be up uh, at five o'clock walking wear, the... Yeah. And we were in Bondi. Mm. Yeah. You know, we had to fit with the crew. Way back. <laughs> yeah, so he had, she had little sunglasses They actually had on. ugly baby sunglasses. But for me, the worst thing is... I, I'm so mean. I hate it when people, when a, a little boy goes to a fancy occasion, they have to dress them as old men yeah, with bow ties. ties and like, I love and that. it's like, why do you feel like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to dress my son up as. Like, so I'm going to dress him as an old man from the 20s. But I know. Yeah, but like, why? Like, you think, like, this bow tie to a kid's first birthday? Why don't you just dress him age appropriately? Why have you aged him so considerably? <laughs> they already look like old men. <laughs> I went to a birthday party where the kid was dressed up like in a full suit, but not like a 20s suit, like a suit you would wear to work. And he, apparently that's what he wanted. That's what he, it was like boss baby. Apparently he wanted to dress like that. He was four years old. He was, and it was because he wanted to be like oh his God. dad. So he was wow. wearing like a, like a regular... It's like so funny. Oh, a waistcoat. So they put them... I know you don't know with boys, it's sometimes hard because what is a smart outfit? Like girls, you know, it's a like a cute curly dress. But mm. yeah, that's my pet hate is a bow tie on a kid's first birthday. If you want me to like get really aggressive, I've had a couple of champagnes at a kid's first birthday. Put your kid in a bow tie.
<laughs> and then bring your second child along with a little pink. But also, have you noticed that the bow is evolving into these like 1920s uh, full Gee, wraps? No, 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 wraps, like oh. these like quite incredible wraps for your oh, kid heads. So kids are coming I'm going to go Google that as soon as we finish. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> I want to see that Instagram account. <laughs> that was our last topic. I feel like we flew through that. <gasps> What should we talk yeah, about? It's so much fun. Who else can we bag out in their parenting? We usually bag out my husband. Yeah. We, we didn't get there this time. No, we did in the first thing. Oh, good. Talking about photographing me at an odd angle. Oh, yes, your vagina. Actually, maybe they should have, by the way, like um, for your partner, how to take a good post-baby shot. Mm. You know? Like how to... From the top end. <laughs> Let's just say Not that. Not including a vagina. That's it. <laughs> I'm glad we got to say vagina. Three times before we signed <laughs> out. I also said vagina before. Did he? Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, five stars for this episode. Uh, Beck, Mark, thank you for coming on the show. Before I let you go, is there anything you'd like me to plug gratuitously? Oh, God. No? You, you always gave me some more. Oh, well, my Prime Minister book, I always give a yeah, shout out on. to the, the Prime Minister book. I just, oh, I did a, um, a new set of apology cards for parents. Have you seen them? Yes, I have. Yeah. Tell us about so them. So they're like, you know, when you, um, when your kid has done something terrible, like, um, you, you know, for example, your child gave a family gastro. <laughs> so I've done a series of cards that apologizes. Another one's like apo- apologizing for your kid biting the other kid at preschool so you can give it to your parent. It's apologizing for your Perfect. kid, like ruining someone's flight. I've done some oh. cards. So they're on my website, beckfindercreations.com. Brilliant. So, we'll put a link on the website. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. perfect. The flight one should be popular. Yeah. <laughs> That's a popular one, mate. Says Mark, who's yeah. just flown back from LA. <laughs> Mark, anything that you'd like to? No. They can find you online, though, climbing walls. Oh, mate. yeah. No, follow me on Twitter, at Serals. Do that. Yeah. I more falls. I'm almost at 10,000. Come <gasps> on, man. I thought you were saying 10, but I got 10,000. 10, oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to get to 10,000 before I die. It's really important to me. Perfect. Okay, we'll put that in the in the notes as well. Guys, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having thank us. You. I'm Siobhan Hunt. You can find me at Siobhan Hunt. See you next time. You've been listening to The Parent Panel, a babyology podcast, hosted and written by Siobhan Hunt, produced and edited by Debbie Ning. For more information on the show or to check out other episodes with equally funny and insightful guests, you can find all you need at our website, babyology.com.au slash parent panel.